Welcome to Piloting Arrowleaf. I'm Stephanie, and this is my husband, Kyle. Hello. This podcast is our digital diary as we upend our life, restore our sense of adventure, and move across the country onto a sailboat with our two cats and our dog, Pilot. This is Piloting Arrowleaf. So, right now, we are in Port Ludlow. Port Ludlow. Yeah. Really, really cool here. So, a little while back, we had gone down to... Well, you solo sailed I solo into sailed Cam- to Kingston, Kingston from Anacortes. And we stayed there for a while uh, to, to get some, like, little boat projects done. Yeah. We had about kind of two weeks set aside to kind of get some good projects and stuff done at Kingston. Mm-hmm. We ended up staying there for about 10 days, and there was a huge heat wave coming. And um, we were sick. But, yes, we got sick yes. at Port Kingston. Or, Kings, Port of Kingston, yeah. Yeah. And well, uh, so, we, took, we got to, yeah, we took COVID tests. We were COVID negative. Both mm-hmm. of us were COVID negative for two tests each. So, yeah. there like was no flu. chance of that. But, yeah, we both had very flu-like symptoms for about five days each. I got it first. Yeah. And I had it. Really, just like stuffy sniffles, sore throat, not really a cough mm. or anything like that. And then just kind of general body aches, and then it was done. It was kind of miserable, though. Like, this was our first time being, like, sick on the sick boat. Sick on the boat, yeah. And that, I don't think it would have been as bad, you know, back in the apartment. Right. So it was quite... Jarring. uncomfortable <laughs> well it was yeah. uncomfortable and you know it i don't know it wasn't it was great. no it wasn't a great time no um we had a bunch of little projects we wanted to do uh like change the decal and we just pushed that off because we were both really sore we wanted to change the decal we had a bunch of other projects like to change the grip tape on the companionway stairs from this little three-quarter inch strip right at the f- mm-hmm. kind of edge of the stair we needed something bigger. Pilot kind of struggles going up it's and down a little bit. The stairs. the stairs are slippery. And we bought some like inch and a half, two inch thick uh, grip tape that will replace them. And we're going to do two layers of that. So we're going to do three quarter inch from the edge, a two inch strip or one and a half inch strip. And I then <laughs> an inch behind that, another one. So that more of the surface area of the stair is covered with the grip tape. Oh, and we also uh, took out the propane oven we did yeah we did that we found a, a little like boat consignment shop in Polsbo, and so while we had the car we we dropped that off there so now we have like our little electric oven and the induction cooktop and we got like a little steel shelf to like set those on and i mean for now it, it works until we have them like properly installed but i yeah we never use the propane oven i just didn't like the idea of like the smell of propane in our cabin with all our pets and everything and so we got that done thankfully and we've been cooking on it and it's been great it's been yeah it's been great pancakes fried rice stir fries quesadillas yeah made some really good meals yeah so we're really happy with the new setup but anyway back to Port of Kingston. Mm -hmm. So we got there and we were put at one of the side docks that wasn't a good one to go stern two in. 
And so we had initially planned to do our renaming ceremony. So we were at the guest dock and then we got moved to a different slip at Kingston. Which funny enough was a slip that was one of our sister boats, another Beneteau Oceanus 45 mm -hmm. that was out. I think he said for a couple weeks they were going somewhere. So, mm. so we moved over to that slip. Um, and the, when we moved over initially, we weren't, I wasn't quite feeling a hundred percent, so we didn't go stern two. We just mm -hmm. went bow in. Yeah. And we were like, we'll turn around in a couple of days because yeah. we were going to stay for a while. And then I started to feel worse. Yeah. And then I really kind of felt sick for about five days after moving to that other slip. And, and Stephanie got sick short, like two days after yeah. I did. And then we had like a little heat wave. A big heat wave. So it that got really hot. That was rough. Um, yeah. So it got up to like 84 degrees in here, I think. Yeah, in the boat it got to 84. Yeah. And it was it was rough. It was rough. Well, we were sick, so we couldn't really move or do much anyway. So we just sat with like fans blowing us, fans on pilot. Um, we have like a little portable air conditioner thing that we would fill the top with ice and water, and it would kind of mist and cool and keep us and the dog cool. Yeah. Cats were fine. Yeah. Their cabin stayed the coolest also. Yeah, the everywhere on the boat so stays cool. the their cabin stays the coolest yeah. by quite a bit. Sorry, I keep moving. There was also oh, the reason we had to move to a different dock was there was a race going on. Mm -hmm. And it was the Salish one hundred and it was small boats. Small sailboats. Small sailboats, all monohulls. Like and all under, feet. I would say all under 25 feet, definitely. Yeah. Probably under 20 yeah. feet. They and, were uh, really cute. They came Somewhere in. Somewhere wooden. Yeah, it, they were really cool. I, I think we got some pictures. Ooh, I don't know if we did. We were sick when they were there. I don't know. And we didn't really go out. No. Anyway, it was really cool. And um, we overheard them talking. Like when we were in our cockpit, we could kind of hear them across the marina a little bit. And they were saying that there was like no wind. Mm. And that kind of the whole point of this thing was to not use engines. And yeah. a lot of them ended up having to use engines just to make it to Port of Kingston before the day was, before it was dark, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Because there was just no wind. And that was another really hot day. Mm -hmm. Like, I think quite a few of those days it got, the feels like got up to over 90. Yeah. And so we were, it was brutal. Yeah, it was and a little bit brutal. It was in that time that we saw that there was another heat wave coming and so we made the decision that we were going to try to head up to the san juan islands mm -hmm. yeah it was a little bit cooler up in like friday harbor and roche harbor and almost 10 degrees right and i really wanted to go back there yeah but we didn't make it <laughs> we did not we had kind of our first taste of a very rough kind of almost violent seas yeah so we had left Kingston a little later than we intended. We weren't like a hundred percent, weren't like hustling to leave as early as I think we needed to. Well, so. I think we ended up, we wanted to leave around 6.30 or 7 mm -hmm. and we didn't end up pulling off from the dock until 9, yeah. I think. Yeah. And we didn't get up to the top of the Admiralty Inlet, which is kind of the northern passage of the Puget Sound that mm -hmm. goes out into the Strait of Juan de Fuca. And we didn't get out to the top of that until almost 11.30, which was way too late Yeah. for that day. Uh, we got through the mouth okay. 
the mouth of the inlet into yeah. the Strait of Juan de Fuca okay. Um, and we made it about halfway from Admiralty Inlet to Smith, Smith Island. Island. And the waves started to get worse and the weather started to get worse. The winds were sub supposed to be about eight knots and they were picking up to about 14 knot gusts mm -hmm. and they were supposed to be eight knot gusts. Yeah. And we went up to 14 knot gusts and the sea state was just rough. It was. Um, it was, we had waves kind of in two directions. So it was slightly confused seas and a little bit bigger chop and we weren't feeling a hundred percent and we were expecting it to be a calm ride yeah. because that's all we've had in the Strait of Juan de Fuca yeah. is pretty smooth sailing yeah. and easy kind of was, it, crossings. It was a little scary. Uh, so we, we bailed out. It just yeah. got a little too, too rough. The boat was kind of going everywhere. Yeah. We were, we were kind of going up and down with the waves, but also side the side, side rolling with waves. Um, and that was a little uncomfortable. The boat felt safe. We never felt unsafe or, mm -hmm. or anything. But I would say we probably got up to six or seven foot waves. Yeah. Which was our first time in waves that big. Yeah. And the boat handled them great. It's just the way that the waves were coming, they were coming from two directions. And where we were, if we had stayed closer to shore, like Stephanie wanted, mm -hmm. and if we had stayed on the kind of eastern edge of Smith Island closer to Whidbey and then up kind of by Deception Pass if we had stayed up there I think we would have been better off mm -hmm. but I had kind of chosen to make it to Cattle Pass where we would have the least amount of current mm -hmm. and to do that we had to cut straight yeah because we had taken so long to leave the dock and I wanted to make sure we didn't have trouble at Cattle Pass across mm -hmm. the Strait of Juan de Fuca yeah and that was a mistake. We It was too rough. We got most of the way to Smith Island and decided we, we didn't want to go yeah. because up ahead we could see that the waves were breaking yeah. a little further ahead. And so the waves we were in were just big rollers and they were pretty well spaced. They were just uncomfortable. So we, we bailed out, went back to Port Townsend. Uh, well, we, we didn't go to Port Townsend. We, we stopped at Point Hudson. Right. Well, Which that's is... still Port Townsend is the town, but <laughs> the other is called Boat Haven is the other marina we had mm. stayed at. Oh, well, it, that was a cute little marina. Point Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It yeah. was a really tight entrance. It was. And, and a massive break wall and with current, current and wind. And the seagulls. And seagulls everywhere. Everywhere. And the seagulls were... Laughing as it sounded as we were trying to talk. They were really weird laughing calls. Yeah, it was weird. So we we tried to uh, go into our slip and we couldn't quite make that side of the dock. But thankfully the whole slip was empty. So we, we had the current pushing us into the other side. So we're like, we'll just tie up in this other slip. That ended up being fine yeah and i went and talked to the office and just said you know we had been assigned slip three but we ended up in two yeah and i said that we can move later or in the morning if if we need to but well uh, we were just staying the one night yeah but i didn't know if we need if there was a boat supposed to come in next right. to us but the office lady said that nobody was nobody else was coming in tonight and mm -hmm. that we were fine to stay in two mm -hmm. and so luckily in slip two they had multiple shore power mm -hmm. things they had one at the end of the dock and then one at the end of the slip yeah so out on one of the fingers of the dock there was 
one of the podiums or pedestals or whatever you want to call it yeah. with the shore power. So the one at the front of Slip 2 was taken up by a catamaran mm. that we actually ended up knowing the yeah. catamaran from Elliott Bay way back. We saw them preparing the boat for the season Yeah. when we were at Elliott Bay almost two months ago. Back in late May. Late May, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. And they uh, said that they recognized us, too. Because uh, we were a couple slips down from them, I think. Yeah. But they were very friendly, and they said that they had a very similar experience in the strait earlier that day. Yeah, they were coming from Friday Harbor. Yeah, and they said that they were porpoising a lot there in their catamaran. They mm-hmm. Both pontoons were dipping under waves, coming down, dipping, and riding yeah. and through waves. And that's a 45-foot catamaran. 42-foot, 40-foot lagoon. It, Not a lagoon, the no. other one. Um, no, lagoon. Yeah, it was a lagoon. Okay. A 42-foot lagoon, I think. It's 45, but... Maybe, yeah. Anyway, but it yeah. was a beautiful boat. But, yes, yes. But they were really nice, and it was a family, and uh, the guy was actually going to solo sail the next day. I forgot what marina he said. Somewhere near Seattle, I think. No, it wasn't far. He said it was only three hours, and so that's <laughs> further north than Port Ludlow. Well, anyways. But, yeah, so, it was cool. um so we were going to try again in the morning because we, we yeah. really wanted to go to Friday Harbor. and The wind looked good for the next morning yeah. for for going it's across. so hot. Quick and easy. Yeah, we, we wanted to get up there for the weekend because it was going to be very warm uh, for that weekend. Yeah. And we... We left pretty early. Not early enough, I don't think. We left at 7.30? 8. Eight, I think. Eight yeah. o'clock, I think we pushed off from the yeah. dock. And the marina was clear, but, like, right outside, it was incredibly foggy. Dense like, fog. the thickest fog I think we had been in. Yeah, we'd been in fog a couple other times. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very eerie, yeah. but it's, it's, I don't know, I like the fog. You hear the big, the big uh, freighter ships foghorns. Yeah, and you can hear them off in the, the distance, it's, and it's. It's pretty. I could cool. see them on our on our chart plotter. I could see all the big ships had their, mm-hmm. had their radar and everything on, so I could kind of pinpoint where everybody was, and it would show like you can click on them on the chart plotter, yeah. and it'll tell you the size of the ship and then their heading. That's cool. Which is really neat. Yeah. So we did that. There was another really big sailboat that was kind of coming in near us, mm-hmm. and so we. But it was it's like peaceful it was in the fog. Weird, but yeah, it's, beautiful. It's yeah. cool. It's really cool. So I was I I like the fog. I like sailing in the fog. Yeah. But once we got up again to like the the mouth of the Strait of Juan de Fuca, it cleared off pretty quickly. Yeah, the fog so. just seemed to make a pretty big path where we could see all the way across to the other side of the of the mouth of Admiralty Inlet and then even out into the strait a bit. Yeah. And we were watching and it looked like there was a little bit of chop. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, let's go. Let's yeah. make our way across. We were waiting for a big freighter, so we were kind of going slow. Yeah, we went was really slow through the fog, though. For three, yeah, probably three knots for almost 40 minutes, yeah. I think, just to try to we were heading, so out of Point Hudson, we headed north, kind of following the coast, right to the very edge of the mouth of Admiralty Inlet and Strait of Juan de Fuca. Mm-hmm. And so we did that for, at about three knots, and for like almost 40 minutes, we just headed north and kind of northeast a little bit. And then we were going to cut across 
Admiralty Inlet and the edge of the Strait of Juan de Fuca yeah. up towards Smith Island. And we were going to go close to shore, but we got out. We were waiting for a big freighter to go out. The big freighter went out, and we went in behind, and we were going to cut across because I could see that there was no big traffic. The fog had cleared. We mm-hmm. could see no other boats coming in or out. Um, nothing on radar. And so we started heading across, and when we got about, I'd say, a little less than halfway, yeah, the waves picked up drastically. Drastically. And I yeah. would say we were at the worst in 12-foot seas. Yeah. There were times where we would dip in the valleys, and the wave behind us would be above the above our solar panels yeah and it was not something we were prepared for it was terrifying there was no wind yeah four knots of wind and massive waves massive waves it must have been like the heat the heat and the land and like i later found that i checked the noah downloads for the night before mm-hmm. and then i checked windy and predict wind and everything and i at looking at the night before i saw that there had been gusts of up to 22 knots in the strait of juan de fuca the mm-hmm. night before and so i think the sea state had built all night yeah and we didn't consider that it was going to be bad we we had never apart from the previous day yeah. when there was kind of high wind and we we try to leave when there's relatively low gust and just good solid wind Mm -hmm. for an easy sail across and we've never had an issue but this time the day before and then this day it must be the heat it must be something but the waves were scary yeah it was the best really scary it was yeah it was uh definitely everybody in life jackets everybody all hands on deck yeah Uh, we hold on we motored the entire way because it was rough we made it a lot less far than we did the previous day yeah we were surfing down waves at almost 11 knots and it was it was i was scared stephanie was very scared i was very i would say uncomfortable i don't know that i felt unsafe because i know like the boat's gonna be fine yeah i just i feel like i just didn't know what to do so i think i was kind of freaking out i think like our lack of experience lack of experience in bad it wasn't even bad weather is the weird thing it was a clear day it was gusting to four knots yeah and the sea was just massive and that's what we couldn't figure out yeah it was uh it was not comfortable no yeah it's like okay so i might like i like regretted every decision i've ever made up until that point but i mean once we turned around and we were out of it like we nothing got damaged below like no stuff barely moved over a little bit one of your one of our potted plants fell over and dumped dirt out but righted itself yeah and so when we came down, it was upright, but dirt had fallen out. The Pilot cats, was nervous. Pilot kind of hunkered down, laid below the table in the, in cock- the cockpit. Yeah. And um, Stephanie was in the entryway to the companionway. Yeah, I like to sit in the stairs if it's rough. If it's rough like that, yeah. and we're tossing and turning. It's a nice kind of enclosed area and there's good grab rails and stuff and then we keep the cats and the master whenever we're underway and they were like completely fine like draylon was a little spooked and toby 
of all things was like completely fine. He was like just laying on the bed, right? Yeah, like just like sleeping, sleeping, and like they they had to have gone like airborne at some point. I imagine. Oh, we were yeah, we were our nose was going what felt like at a forty five degree angle up and then slamming, slamming down. down. Yeah, because these waves were confused and tightly packed. Yeah, it was not like the day before where they were rollers. Yeah. These were. The waves were peaking, but they weren't breaking. Yeah. And we were riding up the waves and then sometimes sliding sideways and sometimes cresting them and slamming down. We never, I think our bow dipped once under a wave yeah, and we, then we, I turned in have, a way. We like waves crashing over like the deck or anything. We like, had one, one wave, that really, really big wave that I would say was the 12 foot wave. Yeah. Definitely came over the deck and... I don't that know. Startled I was, me. like, kind of hiding. That startled me quite a bit. Um, so I would just kind of call out to Stephanie, you know, brace yeah. or whatever, whenever a big one was coming, and we would ride that one. The boat never felt like it was going to capsize, never felt like it was going to tip. I never felt out of control. It was just um, I wasn't expecting that for that day at all. Yeah. Like, when we were in the fog, there was nothing. Yeah, it was No waves. Calm peaceful and it wasn't until we were halfway into the inlet that it really picked up and then when i looked behind us the sea was horrible Mm -hmm. it was big waves all the way as far back as i could see so i was like okay these are waves from that freighter that went out but they just didn't stop yeah like usually that happens and we've been in probably six seven foot waves from freighters Mm -hmm. and you ride over them there's like maybe six of them seven of them i'm not really afraid in like wave choppy conditions but just the way that day was and the day before like i don't know like i just i got really frightened and it was very and i feel bad because like i feel like you need my help and like to to like keep an eye out and i'm like i just can't look because like to see the way that the boat is moving is it's pretty terrifying it was yeah and it was, the, that's the craziest thing to me. It felt like storm conditions with no storm. Yeah. Yeah, it was bright and sunny. Like it, Bright and sunny. It was. No wind. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just so bizarre. And I, I can't, I still can't get my head around that part. And um, so what we ended up doing was I angled the boat in a way so that we were going with the waves because I couldn't turn to that point and go out of the inlet and go into the waves like we had kind of done the previous day i was able to turn so that we were going into the waves the bow would cut them quite a bit and we would not feel the brunt of the wave but the angle that the waves were coming in and they were coming in from the north kind of from smith island it fell into the mouth so they weren't coming straight in they were coming in at an angle And we were going towards the north side of the Admiralty Inlet mouth, which is Whidbey Island. We were heading from Port Townsend, which is on the south side of the Admiralty Inlet opening, Mm -hmm. to the north side to try to get out of it. Because looking back, it was just as bad as going forward. And we were already going that direction, and I could ride the waves, and we could surf. Is it hard to, like, turn around? My arms were exhausted yeah from fighting the waves and fighting the current and there was also a three knot current against us going in 
so the the water was flowing out of the inlet, but the waves were coming in hard. Yeah. Um, so it was not a good, no. not a good place to be at the time we were there. So and so that's why people are like, oh, the Strait of the Strait of Juan de Fuca can, can be, be crazy dangerous. and dangerous, and and people need to be rescued. And yeah. And so it it was very. But there was, like, other boats. Like, there was some smaller, like, power boats just, like, gunning it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Like, there was another sailboat. So maybe it's just, I don't know, like, our lack of experience. It might have been because we were intense. in the middle. Yeah. And I think if we had been on one of the edges and we had just followed the edge. Well, we wanted to hug Whidbey Island. But yeah. that was across the inlet. So I picked the closest part across, which is mm-hmm. probably a mile, maybe? A nautical mile maybe. across? yeah maybe a little more, and I picked that, and that was the direction we were going, and angling slightly towards Smith Island. We were going to hug the shore a little bit more than the previous day and avoid some of the waves, Yeah. but the waves were just yeah. too intense to do that, and the angle we were going at, I couldn't keep the boat under control at that angle, so I had to turn with the waves against the current, mm-hmm. which meant we were gunning the boat at eight knots, but we were moving four and a half knots yeah and there were huge waves and then we would surf a wave at almost 11 knots we would surf down these big backsides of waves it was intense so So, it was um our definitely our scariest day yeah as boat owners so far so we we bailed out and um we went down to port ludlow which is where we are now yeah And and we planned to try again the next day to try to head to Friday Harbor mm-hmm. again, but the the waves or the wind just didn't look good yeah, and I for was getting still up there. Kind of scared. Yeah, and Stephanie, I Stephanie still wasn't a hundred percent from being sick at Kingston. Yet. Right. Yeah. And so I was feeling pretty good, but uh, it was. So we just decided to stay here, and it actually ended up being pretty cool like we have a nice um, breeze from where we are at this dock and we had run into a couple that we had talked to in kingston yeah that were really nice to us they actually brought us like so they were there with a couple of of friends and their boat their friends boats i think it was three or four boats came there together actually in their home port is port ludlow Mm -hmm. and they brought us like a plate of hors d'oeuvres and stuff that they were having with their friends and and everything and kind of introduced themselves and they were super kind and really friendly and that was really nice because they didn't know but our like our gasket on our fridge like had a slash in it and we're like okay we gotta like replace this and it got kind Mm. of bad so we stopped using our fridge yeah still the freezer a lot of our refrigerated food had to be thrown out yeah when we got hauled out though yeah also so and we we didn't really replace it too much we hadn't replaced it we hadn't really gone yeah grocery shopping but anyway so that was that was really kind and we saw them again here in port ludlow and they took us for like a little boat ride on their duffy boat which is awesome. Which is awesome. So it's, how big is that thing? 19 feet, I think. 19 18 feet. feet. It's an electric engine. It's like a, I don't know how you would describe it, like a deck boat? Um, it's almost like the gondolas from Italy. Kind of. But with sides and a roof. Yeah. And the whole, all of the sides are zippered, kind of. 
plexi plexiglass vinyl clear yeah, vinyl yeah that's it and they can like flip up and yeah. it was just the coolest boat it was so cool and it was so nice they took us around like the marina the like little cove kind of they yeah. um showed us like great places to anchor and it was just a lot of fun we had wine it was it was great yeah it was a blast it was so so nice of them yeah. and so cool because yeah. we we got to actually go on a boat with a 48 volt electric engine which is what we have in our boat but cannot use yet yeah and so it was really cool to go on an electric boat and hear how quiet it was and it was amazing. just be out there in like these cool little islands right in Port mm -hmm. Ludlow's kind of bay and see like the beautiful anchorages and this place behind these two little islands that's like a beautiful place to anchor that's really protected and yeah. like goes down to almost 40 feet in yeah. the middle and it's really really cool it and was really the cool. boat was amazing it, was it had so a fridge cool. they had like a, a liquor cabinet they had yeah. a fridge and then the table had like set in cup holders yeah. and everything and it was, it was just it was a, blast a really wonderful around. time. Yeah, that was fun. Neither of us had ever heard of a Duffy boat before. No, I don't even know if... We did see one yeah. in... Roche Harbor? Roche Harbor. Yeah. Yeah, we saw one at the dock. Yeah. And I guess that's where another big Duffy boat is. There's Are they, like, rare or unique? They're... Uncommon? Pretty uncommon. Yeah. Um... I, I don't know exactly how many were built, but I know they're not super common. And they're, they're a West so Coast cool. type boat. I think they were created in California, if I remember right, by a guy in California. It was really cool. Yeah. I like that boat. Really neat. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was a, so much fun. Yeah. And then, so here at Port Ludlow, we also started getting some projects done. Mm -hmm. Some projects that we had neglected from... When we were uh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Port of Kingston. So we got some of the grip tape on the companionway stairs here. Mm -hmm. We uh, did some of, redid some of the light fixtures yeah. into lights that have USB uh, charge slots because this boat is severely lacking outlets. Yes. And it kind of sucks to take up like a bunch of outlets with just charging things. Yeah. So we have that. So that's really cool. So um, we got that done today, and that involved line splicing and heat gunning and <laughs> shrink wrapping, shrink sealing uh, wiring. Yeah. So that was all successful. Yeah. So we got a few of those installed today, and what else? We're thinking of maybe going up to Roche Harbor. Yeah, we're thinking of maybe trying the straight again tomorrow. I think we're going to wake up like at 5.30 and try to push off by 6.00. Because the sun comes up at like 5.30-ish. 5.40. And it's pretty bright out in the morning. So I think we'll be fine there. And I think if we just try to catch early morning, the currents are pretty calm. I'm hoping it'll be, you know, knock on wood. I'm hoping it'll be... Different. Different. <laughs> then yeah. well, we're going to hug... The we're gonna hug Whidbey Island going out of Admiralty Inlet. Yeah. Which that was some protection when we were getting out of the big waves. As we got closer to Whidbey Island, the waves calmed down quite a bit. So we're gonna try that. As a worst case, we may hug Whidbey and start heading north. And if we absolutely had to, we could always bail out at Skyline yeah. or bail out at uh, Friday Harbor. Yeah. And go up 
there's a couple different ways we can get into the San Juan Islands, and so having options from that side would be nice. There's Thatcher Pass, which is kind of an eastern side entrance mm -hmm. into the islands, or we could do the southern entrance at Cattle Pass, so... I'm just, I don't know, I'm worried about being afraid, you know, and, and you know, yeah. having anxiety and really struggling with that and, like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm worried, but, you know, like, we got to push through. Like, we're going to have yeah. times and it's going to be, you know, the worst we've encountered. Yeah. And that bar is going to just, you know, raise and... You know, hopefully as our experience grows, we'll be better prepared and, yeah. and you know, got to push through. Yeah. Can't stay at the marina forever. <laughs> I see now why, you know, a lot of people stay at the dock, you know. It's, if you have, like, a bad experience or, like, two in a row, like, it's it's hard, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, it's definitely scary out there. Yeah, weather can come up quick. It can change quick. And the boat never felt unsafe, no. is what I'll the say. The boat's going to be But I fine. was very uncomfortable with my experience level and the way the waves were so tightly packed and so big yeah. was just not something I was prepared for. But we got out of it. Yeah. I got us out. It was a rough ride. It was a rough, probably almost an hour of... It felt so <laughs> rough yeah. waves but well, we'll we'll try again tomorrow and um i don't know hopefully we'll be doing our next podcast from roshar no, i don't want to say don't say <laughs> i don't want to say all right we'll, we'll see you in the next one we'll, yeah we'll see you in with what's to come and you know hopefully it'll be from roche harbor or i don't know maybe. or it might be port of kingston if we bail out again or but. Elliott Bay, and we might go or, back down to Or Shilshul, if, uh, if Sure Marine or Fiberglass Place gets back to us. Yeah. We've got a couple other projects we have to get taken care of, so... There's always going to be projects. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be calm seas Calm seas tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been another episode of Piloting Arrowleaf. If you'd like to learn more about me or Kyle or our animals, check us out at pilotingarrowleaf.com. You can also send us some support on patreon.com slash pilotingarrowleaf. Thank you. See you next time.